And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Hello and welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Dave DeFore here with Mark Schindler. Coming up, a Boston beatdown for the Mavericks and the Warriors looking like themselves again, Mark, against the shorthanded Clippers. Before we start, don't forget, you can get this podcast without ads by going to theathletic.com slash NBA show. Mark, a bit of a marquee matchup in Boston with the Celtics. They're just way better than the Mavs, and uh, they stomped them. 125-112. Score does not actually indicate how much of a, a butt-whipping the Mavs had put on them. Uh, Jason Tatum had 37 points and 13 rebounds. Jalen Brown had 31. These two guys, I, they might be the best duo in the league, Mark. Yeah, this was an exquisite game from them tonight. And like you mentioned, they were up 70 to 49 at halftime, and it, it felt like that for much of the game other than a late run from the Mavs to draw it within double, but still in double digits, but around 10. Um, like you mentioned with Tatum, he just continues to be so impressive with his drives and what he's doing with his his playmaking and his overall just slowing down in the half court. Um, and Jalen, his ability to attack second side and just eviscerate defenses that are scrambling has been really fun to watch, man. But I mean, even going on top of that, like I just look at what they're getting up and down the roster to. Like Derek White has really found a shot again. He's shooting over 40% this year, was three of six tonight. Continues to be really impressive while also playing really good defense. Malcolm Brogdon is back and looks like fully healthy again. His continual driving and just ability to keep moving the defense has been really fun this team is firing on all cylinders right now yeah and defensively I I thought that they did a pretty good job on everybody who wasn't Luca which of course you know stopping Luca is pretty hard 42 points for the league's leading scorer nine assists somehow he doesn't have a lot of help out there man and and, uh eight rebounds this was another performance where Luca's putting on a masterclass, and uh, obviously, you know, we can talk about whether or not that's fun to watch, but he doesn't really have any help. It's like Spencer Dinwiddie does some stuff. He scores 15 points in this game, hits a couple of threes, and you get 26 off the bench from Christian Wood, who we know he can put up the offense, but the defense just hasn't been there from him. Uh, but Luca could use some help, and tonight was an example. I mean, he got, he literally scored every way you can. Yeah, it was kind of wild. Like you mentioned, too, even with Christian Wood, they uh, they didn't fully close with him, but he was part of that run in the fourth quarter. They started trapping and sending two to the ball. Um, and it looked it looked effective. I think maybe they found a little bit of something there. I'm interested to see how, where they go with that. But overall, this just feels like, again, like this is a, this is a roster that needs more oomph to it. Like you, It's not even just like Luka. Like Luka's amazing doing what he does, but again, it's more like, what else is happening outside that? There's a reason teams are comfortable like not doubling. They're just like we don't we don't really need to double. Like yeah, you're gonna go off, but nobody else is going to. So it's been um it's been a weird year, man. And and, and the thing about 
with Luca when he draws the attention of the defense, you know, on a driving kick, I I saw a couple times tonight where a guy had a wide open shot, passed it up, and it's a turnover. You know, Luca is a guy who's gonna have four, maybe even five turnovers, and I had five turnovers in this game. But Christian Wood, just you can't afford to have him have five turnovers. You know, that that's a pretty big deal for this team. They need him to create without giving up the ball. I mean, he's getting set up pretty easily for some of these buckets. But 26 points from him again. At some point, I think they're going to have to experiment with him in the starting lineup just to see if they can get out to better offensive starts, Mark. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, they they kind of tried everything. They played Davis Bertans, uh, they who has been you know out of the rotation for pretty much the entire year. JaVale McGee got back in for a stint tonight and actually was okay in his stint as well. Um, but, I mean, exactly. Like, especially when you hear what Jason Kidd is saying after games at practices and, like, pretty openly, like, mentioning that Christian is not a good defensive player, which even though we know it's true, like, it's one thing to hear somebody say it in that position. Um, you can just tell, like, this. I think something has to give for them eventually. Like, this is a, a good team, but they're they're teetering on the brink of being great if they add something. And Boston is kind of defying our expectations. You know, they, they had the coaching change right before the season start. And, of course, we were all thrown with that and, and expected them to come out of the gate slow. No mm-hmm. Robert Williams so far. Uh, they are the best team in the league right now. If we're only looking at the record, they're 14-4. and four. They've got a, a game-and-a-half cushion on the Bucks who lost, which we'll get to that. Um, Boston is looking to me – I mean, I think they're – they're they're definitely in the top four. They look like the favorite today. I need we need to see what Chris Middleton looks like when he comes back because I do think he will boost the Bucks quite a bit and add to their consistency. But this team, with this offense, which is new for them, you know, they're generating. I mean, Jason Tatum going to the free throw line in a way is unprecedented for his career. And they add Robert Williams to this, and all of a sudden. This looks like a better version of that team that lost to the Warriors last year. And a lot of that is Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, no, 100%, man. I, I like what you're saying, and especially, too, if they're wearing those jerseys, can't go wrong. I love those alternates so much, man. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. In the late game, oh, I don't know. Can we call this a game, Mark? It wasn't much of one. And unfortunately, the Clippers just don't have their guys. PG, Kawhi, both out. Kawhi with an ankle. PG still dealing with the injury that, that he's had for a little bit. And the Warriors looked like the Warriors again, 124-107. They basically did everything, and it wasn't just the Steph Curry show tonight. He had 22 points, 9 assists, 6 rebounds, but he got a lot of help. And Andrew Wiggins, last year, made a first-time All-Star appearance. This year, I think he's going to make another one. 31 points, 6 of 10 from 3. He's actually the third Splash Brother, right? 
I mean, it feels like it. To, to be fair, too, Clay finally found his feet a little bit underneath him tonight, which was nice. He ended up going 5 of 10 from the field, 3 of 7 from deep, got hot early as well. Um, but like you mentioned, obviously got to take it with a grain of salt because this Clippers team is not even close to full strength. Um, but it, granted, they played a little bit listless, too. But this, this Warriors team, like you mentioned, um, I tweeted this out. Even with what they have, you know, they're, they're running the same bench lineups. Like, they're yes, like they're playing Anthony Lamb and... Um, and Jermichael Green more instead of you know playing some of the younger guys, even though we saw some good minutes from Jonathan Kaminga, but you still have some wonky spacing lineups. It's not perfect, but Steph is just like, I feel like now that I've seen it for seven years, this is for whatever reason, now that we're seeing them play like this again, where they're at you know nine and 10 now, and they've had a rough start to the year. It's made me think even more about just how amazing Steph is. And you saw that tonight in the way that he just never stops moving. And when you catch a team like this, that was not fully together tonight and not even just like with with players I thought you know their cohesion wasn't fully there defensively I mean even when there are two guys not getting guarded from three Steph is able to to just blow open swaths of space because of the way he attacks at the end of the second quarter there was a great flurry I started texting you because you know we talked during the show or while we're prepping for the show and it looked like the Warriors of old and these guys were throwing the ball all over the place Putting the ball in Steph's hands and letting the defense come up, good things happen. And he was catching Draymond, and Draymond was doing Draymond things offensively. But I want to talk about the defensive end because I actually think Draymond and Andrew Wiggins were incredible defensively in this game. They were all over the place, disrupting everything that the Clippers tried to go to. And, I mean, look, if they have Kawhi and Paul George out there, obviously it's a different equation. You need to run more offense, you know, when you don't have those guys. The Warriors just didn't let him, and Draymond was, he was nuts tonight, continuing his season so far. I think he's been fantastic. Yeah, no, I, I concur. I mean, finished with 9-7-12, and 12, which is such a Draymond stat line. Uh, but like you mentioned with the defense, I felt like he and, he, and, he and Andrew were fantastic on the back line tonight with their help and communication. That, like... Again, it's it's more just the framework that we're talking about, but this this felt like the most complete Warriors game that we've seen this year in terms of both ends and the way that they were able to get things. And mainly, too, like the defense to offense stuff was like that was the first time this year where I really felt like we were seeing it. Like there was a friend of mine, Joe Ray, put this out, like the video of Andrew blocking it, blocking a three and then hitting a three on the other end after, you know, seven or eight ex- extremely amazing passes. And that's that's Warriors basketball. Yeah, and Wednesday nights in the NBA, you know, they love to cram all these games. And, of course, right before Thanksgiving, 12 games. It was kind just of a, a crazy night. So I just want to run down some of the stuff. The Cavs yeah. beat the Blazers 114-96. Jared Allen, 24-13. and 13. The Cat, man, Donovan Mitchell is just having a season, Mark. Yeah, he's been he's been pretty unreal this year, especially, too, with playing the defense that he has been playing. Um, this team, I still don't know quite where to put them at. They, they've they've had they had that really odd string of games. I think they lost three or four in a row. And now, you, when you get Jared Allen back, like when they are fully together and they have have Allen and Mobley together, that defense is impenetrable. The way that they play offensively is really hard for some teams to guard. And I think you saw Portland really struggle with their size at times tonight. Yeah, and uh, sad news for Sacramento Kings fans: the beam will fly at half mast tonight. The Hawks. Bring their win streak to a close, 115-106. Second night of a back-to-back for the Kings. They had that big game against Memphis last night. We're not going to hold it against them. 
Uh, this team is still pretty good. And look, man, Trey Young is going to put up 35 points against you sometimes, and it's hard to beat him. Yeah, I, I think, you know, when you're looking at the beam right now, you're going to have to put it at half mass, maybe a nice little 45-degree angle tonight. Uh, but in, in all sincerity, um, this has been awesome to watch from the Kings, man. Uh, the longest winning streak from them in my lifetime, you know, since I was in second grade and Chris Weber was playing and Peja Stojakovic was out there. Like, now Peja Stojakovic's son is going to college next year and we get that a win, a win streak that long. Like, this has been very enjoyable. I need to go back and watch more of this game again tomorrow, but I, I'm not I'm not worried about the Kings. Yeah, but you a good can't win for tell the me you can't tell me that Chris Weber was playing for the Kings when you were in second grade while we're <laughs> live on the air. I'm sorry, uh, giving me an existential crisis here. The Timberwolves, the owners of the longest current win streak in the NBA, five games, starting to figure things out. Beat the Pacers 115-101. Carl Towns 23-11-8. Look, man, this team should be rebounding much better than they were uh, coming into to this game. They were like 28th in, in the league in defensive rebounding or something. They've got to figure this out, um, but it does seem like things are starting to come together. Anthony Edwards is a big part of that. Oh, 100%. Um, tonight was a really encouraging night for them. Granted, the Pacers' defense has been pretty roughshod most of this year. Uh, they've been better when Miles Turner's in. and that I mean, shout out to Miles Turner's dunk because he just absolutely – ended Jaden tonight. That's one of the best big man dunks of the season. Um, but I, to me, the story was, this is like one of the first games, which granted, yes, this was not a, a great defensive team they were playing, but with what the, 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 the Wolves starting lineup has looked like much of this year, for them to actually play well as a five-man unit tonight was really encouraging for me. Every single guy, it felt like, had things going for them. Yes, there were turnovers. Yes, it was ugly at times, but... Um, I think there are good things to take away from this. And like you mentioned, as much as we've been shit-talking what the Wolves have been doing this year, sneakily have a five-game winning streak right now, and it's not its not entirely fluky. Yeah, you can't put new pieces in overnight and expect it to work right away. Uh, exactly. We mentioned the Bucks lost tonight to the Bulls. DeMar DeRozan, 36 points, had a huge third quarter playing defense. I mean, maybe the Bulls are figuring things out. Either that or they just caught the Bucks slipping a little bit. Well, hey, man, this is two games in a row now. They they caught the they they caught the Celtics the other night as well. Um, I do think there are some things that are looking better. Demar Derozan actually played defense tonight. Like this was the entire team. It felt like really had a fire lit under their ass that wasn't there when they lost to Orlando a couple nights ago. Um, and I, I got to give a big shout out to a Nikola Vucevic, four out of ten from deep, but mainly the three massive threes in the fourth quarter in that run that put them over the Bucks finally. Uh, to, to take the game like those are shots that he was not hitting last year and was really struggling to hit and that they've needed him to um Zach still is not looking like himself I think the knee's still really bugging him he missed quite a few weird shots tonight DeMar continues to be awesome um I, I just don't know what else you can say about his shot making at this point 14 to 24 from the field even hit a couple threes tonight um but I am encouraged about what Pat Will is looking like Pat Will had some really nice defensive plays and his findings were a little bit offensively so it was a good good game from the Bulls Another team that's won two in a row. Break up the Pistons, the worst team in the league. No Cade Cunningham. They beat the Jazz. So back-to-back -back nights, they beat the Nuggets at full strength, and they beat the Jazz. Uh, what's happening with the Pistons? We're, we're not going to talk about them because they're too bad. But, hey, keep an eye on the Pistons. They're fun bad, maybe. And the Nuggets have to go to overtime, second night of a back-to-back, -back, on the road against the Thunder, who are plucky. They're going to play you hard. Jokic, 39, 10, and 9. They needed to win this game, Mark. 
Oh, 100%, man. Especially with the way that they flubbed the game against the Pistons. Um, this was a, a necessary one. Like, you, you can't afford to, to, to drop two of those in a row. Most Thanksgiving-ass game possible. <laughs> and uh, the Nets beat the Raptors, who, who were shorthanded. Uh, the Pelicans beat the Spurs, Zion, 32-11 and 11 in, like, 26 minutes or something. He's the most efficient basketball player ever created. I, I just can't wrap my head around that. Uh, and uh, the Heat... Beat the Wizards. The Wizards, a must-watch team. Hornets beat the 76ers. No Embiid, no Maxi, no Harden, and uh, they were on a back-to-back. So uh, that's going to do it for today's show, folks. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Don't forget, mac and cheese is not a good Thanksgiving side. Right, Mark? That's correct, Dave. That's right. Save those calories for something better, folks. Mark, let's get out of here. Ding, ding, y'all. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.